classe gibberish. Hello and welcome to another episode of Classic Gibberish, the radio show in which we listen to the absolute bangers of classical music, the bangers we all know and love. And today we are back with our male composers and we have, I think, only the second instance of a Portuguese composer. I'm from Portugal and that's why it's a noteworthy occurrence. So... We are going to listen to uh, Rui Massena today. He is a, a pianist and a conductor who is still alive, actually. And I saw him live um, and he played many of the songs that the pieces we're going to listen to today. They are fairly short, um, but they are really, really beautiful. And yeah, I'm just going to get down to it and any moment now any there it is now I hope everyone's had a good week this is a an album I I really like um and I, I know these these pieces very well. Um, and so you'll probably hear me singing them um, quite a lot. Which might be annoying, probably is. And I do apologize in advance. But anyway, how's everyone's been? My week's been pretty good. Um, I went in the lab a couple times, did some... Um, analysis of what seem to be successful experiments and um, so that's been pretty good um, and yeah currently missing my my girlfriend because she's gone um, somewhere to see a, a concert of an artist she really likes um, so sort of missing her and yeah sad times Other than that, it's it's been a good week. I watched Black Panther yesterday, and it's not my usual kind of film because it's Marvel. Um, <coughs> and I'm yeah, I still enjoy it. I think it's good to see more inclusion of different skin colors, of different um, accents. Um, I still think think Marvel is inherently evil, and so Black Panther doesn't change much. Um, but it was a good film. I think there was an aspect of of narrative and of story building which I haven't seen in other superhero films, and so it's, it's pretty good to see, in my opinion. <coughs> um, but yeah, that was yesterday, uh, and it was also for. It was an, uh, a viewing party organized by the African Caribbean Society, who actually have a podcast on this radio station, which is on on Sundays at half eight pm. So in twenty four hours, pretty much. Um. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention, but these 
pieces we're listening to are from Rui Masena's album Solo. Um, and we just heard the first one, which is called Fe, which stands for Faith. And the next one is called D-Day. And I don't know if we're, if we're going to have time to... Um, I don't know if we're gonna have time to naturally reach the my favorite um, piece of this of this album. Um, and my favorite piece is called Luzes, which stands for lights, and it's absolutely beautiful and makes me emotional every time, and brings me back to when I went to to his concert back home with with my parents um it was a great occasion really anyway um <clears throat> that's me for this week and sort of want to talk about wanted to talk about um sort of moral subjectivity say yeah one of my favorite things about classical music is how the uh, you know because classical music is the oldest form of music we have today um, and the oldest form of music which we can we can listen to and it's that's one of my favorite things about it, about classical music. It's that it's basically a window to the past. And this is called Presente no Futuro, which means presence in the future. This piece. And one thing that it's interesting to see, we've we've obviously got classical music since pretty much the, the 11, 1200s with Hildegard. Um, and it's it's really interesting to see at to see how it's changed through time because if you look at all other kinds of music you know pop rock you know punk um, alternative the, the, you know there there's been an evolution some changes but that's barely it's barely been you know I don't know fifty years or a hundred years maximum if if you're talking about jazz and swing and stuff like that. While in classical music we've got hundreds of years of, of changes and 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 you know alterations and evolutions which are very interesting to listen to and to look at. And and specifically, you know, these kinds of melodies which are very simple, it's it's interesting to see how you know an artist, a musician, a, a pianist, a composer today you know in 2022 is still working with the most basic of instruments arguably the piano and and still doing marvelous things with only a piano playing by himself it's it's special it's really cool 
and these pieces don't have the sort of complexity of, of some orchestral pieces that I like as much as, you know, most people who enjoy classical music. So it's 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 simple. These are simple melodies, but they are nevertheless very beautiful, despite their simplicity, or maybe because of their simplicity. And so it's just really interesting to to listen to them and to appreciate the quality of 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 the composition, despite its simplicity. You know, in 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 a a, a time where when we've had classical music for centuries simple music still has simple classical music still has a place and that's really cool to see but today i was wanting to talk about moral relativism relativism rather and but I, I was obviously I spoke about the Black Panther film which I saw yesterday um, and just to update you all on what is happening we are we just listened to family and we've we've moved on to flocks which stands for flakes and the previous one was called familia which stands for family so but yeah obviously I, I watched Blank Pe- Black Panther yesterday and one thing I found you know there, there were several things I found interesting to say the to say the very least I, my laptop has stopped working question mark but yeah so it's it's a film that was supposed to or or I saw it as a way for um, for Marvel to quote unquote take advantage of Black Lives Matter and the the aftermath of of the the murder of, of George Floyd and um, and they saw it they, as an an opportunity with with Black, Black Panther one. To, to take advantage of that and to score some points quote unquote with the with you know the, the community of people that care about discrimination and racism and all that um, and that's a good thing but it's not enough because you know it reminds me I was talking about this with, with my girlfriend um, it reminds me of universities, for example, and I was speaking to some people at at DUSA, um, and these are two women who study um, engineering, and they were talking about how, you know, there is all these campaigns about women in STEM, and and they're so proud of having them to doing engineering and so on, but then when you look at their experiences while studying engineering you know that they've had terrible experiences because of being women because of being women and because of being in stem um, that the university hasn't tried at all to fix but they still sort of brandish them around 
uh, as as if to say look at the amazing work we've done and these amazing women in STEM despite the fact that their life is you know almost a living hell because the university doesn't do anything to actually make their experiences pleasant and this is the, the piece I was um, talking about it's called Luz which stands for lights and it's beautiful when I was talking about the simple beautiful melodies this is what I mean it's so so simple it's so pretty the tempo, the cadence, the the changes in, in volume, the changes in in the melody. So beautiful. Such a beautiful piece, I really like it. And after lights, we have Igualdad, which stands for equality. This is a very good piece to continue my rant about Black Panther. Um so I was telling I was talking about my my friends who do engineering and you know the university talks about women in STEM and posts videos and photos and whatever about them. Um, but then they actually don't do anything and they have a really difficult life because the university doesn't try enough. Um, oh, pardon me. And it's, it feels like it's the same thing with Marvel, where there's all these problems in, in Marvel and society in general about, you know, having diverse characters and all that. And other forms of discrimination. And so they made Black Panther, but you still see the same problematic things as you as you see in in the whole of the the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, and so, you know, when when you, without wanting to spoil the film, you've got in the film that a country Wakanda, 
which is where all the black characters in, in the film are, are all the black characters are in Wakanda and they were all equal shades of black let's say you don't have white people there there, there isn't you know they're, they're trying to address an issue of, of representativity and inclusion and, and diversity by you know having three countries so the, the three countries that are sort of represented there are Wakanda a a an underwater kingdom and a the United States and the only black people you see in the film are those in Wakanda so when they have scenes in the United States everyone's white why what sense does it make in a film that's supposed to be about variety about diversity about inclusion you know your your only country that's actually actually in the real world everyone that's portrayed as being from that country is white it's it's such a such a bad thing such a a poor such a poor demonstration of of it's it, it it's such a terrible decision uh, you know, in terms of casting and all that, doesn't doesn't make sense. Um, and and all these. So in the United States, you've only got white people. In Wakanda, you've only got black people. In the water, underwater kingdom, you've only got blue people. There is no diversity whatsoever. In a film that's supposed to be, you know, that was done in the wake of of Black Lives Matter and all the George Floyd stuff about diversity, about inclusion. And Marvel does this. The complete opposite of what people are wanting. You know, obviously not everything has to be a political statement. But Black Panther really... Or Black Panther 2, which is the film I saw, would really be a good way of of start start starting to to affirm these these ideals and and reinforcing them you know because it's it's something that was done in the consequence of of huge racial problems something that was done you know as a consequence of of all these problems with discrimination and so on and still marvel just does this, you know, such a simple, but, you know, so, so questionable, so, so wrong, such a wrong thing, that it'd be so easy to fix, realistically. We had about three pieces since I last said what they were um, but these were Carnegie Hall, T2 and Claudinha which is a name um, well a, a sort of dimin- sort of nickname for a baby you'd assume a female baby
this one is called Purknal, which stands for why not. Um, but yes, I just think it, it's it's a huge mistake on the part of, of Marvel because they had the opportunity to do something great, but they fucked it, you know. And then I think it's also very interesting, besides the segregation of of skin colors that's seen in the film, which is very questionable and wrong. There's also um, something which I see in all these kinds of films, blockbusters, which is there's a very intense appeal to very basic emotions, to very basic sentiments. You know, you've got the cult to the leader, which is seen, you know, in Black Panther in Wakanda in the one underwater kingdom. There's a cult to the leader, which is very obvious. There's a, you know, the leader is always non-democratically reaches power non-democratically. It's always um, hereditary power, you know, a monarchy usually. There's so there's no democracy, and then you've got these almost military expressions of, of national unity and and nationalism where you know the leader shouts something and then the whole of the entire people shout something back in response you know to show their unity or whatever and it's it's such a basic such basic and and backward sentiments of of yeah not having democracy, you know, idealizing the leader to 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 a, a very unreasonable extent, um, you know, the lack of democracy, the military shouts, uh, you know, once again, almost cult-like behavior, really. Why is there the appeal to this? You know, it it confuses me. I don't understand, and that's why I think I, I like. Uh, a TV show like, um, pardon me. Uh, Homelander. The Boys, The Boys. The Boys is a superhero TV show in which the superheroes are evil and they're basically governed by capitalism and by social media attention it's such a realistic view and such a um, cynical view of superheroes that's what I like because the sort of thing that Marvel does which is so unrealistic so cliche in all the bad ways I don't think it's for me. You know, it's entertaining and all. The film's about, I don't know, I think I looked it up, two hours 40 long. It's very entertaining, but it's not something I'm going to... You know... I enjoyed it yesterday. I'm still... This is a wonderful ending. Um, 
I still keep some of, of, of that emotions and of that enjoyment. Um, and that was Carnegie Hall. Was it? Hmm. Oh. Oh, I realize what I've done. Basically this is this is not this is random randomly. This is on shuffle. <laughs> That's why I was very confused. Okay. I realize what I've done now. Um So Oi, Q. So we, what we actually listened to was the previous one was called D-Day, actually, and the one before that, Why Not? Purknal in Portuguese. Very nice. So yes, I think we're gonna listen to this one and then end the um, end the episode there. But yeah, I think that's why Marvel doesn't do it for me, because they appeal to all the wrong things, to all the wrong sentiments, to all the wrong emotions, when they've got the potential to do, to do something great, you know? And if, if, if you check on, you know, for example, the right-wing... Uh, voices that that we find in in the United Kingdom and the in the United States, you, you have the impression that Marvel is this you know super left wing, super inclusive, you know, almost to 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 the point of madness. And when you look at it, they actually aren't. They're flawed. They are questionable, their values are questionable, the, the way they do things is very questionable and I think there's such deep-rooted problems with with inclusion, with diversity and all that. And I think it's something that's never really going to change in, in Marvel. I don't think it's... unless something drastic is done which is such a shame because Marvel does have does have the power, does have the reach to, to do wonderful things, to influence people in a wonderful way. But it's not doing that at the moment. And that was T2 to end, pardon me, to end the show. Um, and just to go back to everything we listened to, we listened to Fe. Faith, we listen to Carnegie Hall, we listen to Present Muftur, Present in the Future, we listen to Flocks, Flakes, Luz, Lights, Igualdad, Equality, Purknau, Why Not, D-Day, and then T2, just to end off in a very good note. Um, so that was some of the, those were some of the pieces in Rui Messina's um, solo. It's a really good album. I would encourage you to go listen to it because it's got really wonderful music. We only got the chance to listen to about half of it, um, but the other half is equally as good. That's 
everything from me today. It's been a pleasure to be here with you again, all the approximately zero listeners. Um, and yeah, I look forward to being back next Saturday at half 8 p.m. Until then, I will try having a great week. I hope you guys have a great week as well. And yeah, that's everything for me. Thank you very much. Classy gibberish.